talk dirty to me. The Quick and the Dirty with Hillary and Sandra. You're kidding me. Here are things that I have put in my mouth. Uh, oh my God, Hillary. <laughs> it's what everyone is talking about. Get jazzy on. I'm Hillary from London. And I'm Sandra from Ottawa. And this is the Quick and the Dirty podcast. We basically talk about what you talk about with your girlfriends, except we uh, post it online and everybody laughs at us. That's it. And I feel like we're okay with that at this stage in the game, right? Yeah, absolutely. So Sandra's been off gallivanting in Jamaica for uh, a week, so we didn't have a podcast last week. So this is a bit of a catch-up episode because there's always drama where Sandra is involved. (laughs) And uh, I'd just like to say that we're calling this episode, It All Comes Back to Jealousy because everybody hates Sandra because she went away. That's right. And we can pinpoint almost every single episode that happened in the last seven days to uh, jealousy. It feels like it's kind of like ground zero. Uh, Hillary, before we start, can I just give a quick shout out? You mentioned that we we took the last week off. Yeah, I want to give a shout out to the one person who seemed genuinely upset that they weren't getting a brand new podcast. Sarah, you are so sweet. Sarah is actually a friend of mine from way back in the day, and uh, she has become a a listener of our podcast. And she wrote on our Facebook page like, again, you guys are off and with a sad face. And I was like, "Mm, that's one. And it made me really, really happy. So I'd like it makes us jealous of all those other podcasts that have people that actually care. I know exactly. So uh, Sarah, you know, to know that you in any way, shape or form care that this podcast didn't come out last week, it means a lot. So it just means I'll try harder. But but there are vacation times coming up in the next, uh, what, eight to 12 weeks because it's summertime. Yeah, it's called summer, yeah. So we're going to be, I I hope not too sporadic, but uh, we'll try to get ourselves together just for you, Sarah. Absolutely. So let's do a quick rundown of what we're going to talk about on the podcast. Uh, Things that I am jealous of. Sandra Stalker (laughs) on Facebook. We're going to talk about that. Uh, We're going to talk about how I'm jealous of famous people with good skin who actually like going to get facials. (laughs) I had my very first one and it was horrifying. We're going to recap that experience. Right. And also I'm jealous of people who have boyfriends who aren't allergic to their pets. I have to choose between my dog and uh, my boyfriend, and neither one of them are making it easy. (laughs) I was going to say it's pretty easy. You go with the dog every time, but I guess not, right? It's (laughs) young love, so so I I see you're tormented. Right. So what are you running through on jealousy from your vacation? I can only imagine. Well, you know, I am jealous of a few things. Going to Jamaica was glorious. And I know everybody hates me because, you know, I've been to the Sandals Resorts as part of our uh, live broadcasts every year. So this is one of the first times I got to go to a beautiful Caribbean destination and not have to wake up at three in the morning. Right. So, so you had no responsibility. Nothing. And all, and I'm telling you this. All I did was two things every single day. I was either napping or I was day drunk. And I flipped <laughs> between the two ever so easily. That's all okay, I did. Okay, so we're, we're all jealous about that. What else happened that we're going to touch on? I was jealous of the people that I noticed they were able to not look at their phones. I noticed, you know, when you go to the buffet, when you're mm-hmm. at the beach, when you're at the pool, how many people were on their phones on their vacations? And I was, I was one of them. I'm not proud of it, but every once in a while I would check my phone. I would check my social media. I did all that stuff. And then I kept thinking, Sandra, put your phone down. Who cares? I don't care. Well, that makes sense, though. I mean, uh, even though you're on vacation, you've got a husband and two kids at home who are jealous of your vacation <laughs> but, yeah. and wishing that they were there. 
And you have to make sure that you can manage their feelings because you don't want to come back to the crap storm. Well, that's where this conversation is now leading us. When I arrived home a couple of days ago, I did arrive home to a crap storm. I thought I would be welcomed with open arms like, oh, I'm so happy to see you. I'm so glad you relaxed. You really, really needed it. This was a special vacation. It was like really important to you to go and rest because it's been a stressful few months. And I, I came home to a pissed off husband. And I was really like, he was so jealous of me. Everything that could have gone wrong last week at home did. What happened? He, uh, you know, he's a superintendent of a golf course. So he was opening the golf course for the year. So it's crazy busy. Like it's beyond busy uh, under new management as well. So he's trying to impress the new bosses. So he's under a tremendous amount of pressure. Then uh, my dog um, had an episode in the car where he she pooped all over my son on his way to work <laughs> in his McDonald's uniform. Oh, and then no. and then the dog one morning, Tim let the dog out and the dog got sprayed <laughs> by a skunk. And no. yes. And no. then my youngest, Johnny, broke his finger ahead of the baseball season, which was devastating. And uh, he actually and had, he's a pitcher, right? He's a pitcher and a shortstop. They, they still flip between positions. So but okay. he still he needs that right hand to work. He needs that right, finger to work he's really like well. Serious. He's like, a hard, hardcore like this kid wants to go to the MLB. And we support any, you know, any dreams he has at the moment. But God. Damn it. With the finger breaking. And that, then Tim had to take him to like the children's hospital. He had to see a specialist and he's still in that process right now. So, you know, and then I'm texting, having a great time. Wish you were here. I'd he, Day drunk again. I know. I'm sending pictures of the ocean and like that, that really arrogant one where your feet are in it. And then you see the rest of the ocean or the pool. So I came back and he was, he was legit mad at me. And I said, listen, you knew, you knew that I was going, I can't control that all these bad things happened. I'm sorry they did, but why are you punishing me? So, um, you know, he, uh, he said I couldn't, I should, he didn't say I couldn't. He said I, he didn't want me to go on vacation in May ever again, because that's a busy time for him. And, Which uh, kind of makes sense. Sure. But like, how often do, has he gone away when you had so much going on? Never. Like, I feel like <laughs> never. Really? He doesn't I feel go like away. Guys, they don't really get it because a lot of the times when when crap hits the fan with the kids, it's you managing it because you become the queen of juggling. Right. Well, you've got your career and you manage your kids and you go to all the appointments. And I bet you you're more involved than Tim is. Uh, I, I guess so. But in, in this particular week, I don't see the. I can't compare the two things because, you, you know what I mean? This was a standalone, really unique event. So I wouldn't say, well, I do this and I do that because that's not going to get me anywhere, is it? Right. Yeah. So I, well, I would. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to start throwing things in the guy's face. But the fact of the matter is when I came back and he was so angry with me, not not angry. He was like passive aggressive and quiet. And I think right. I think he sneered. I'm pretty sure I saw a sneer. But I just felt really, really guilty. And when you're excited about sharing your stories about what a great time you had, that sort of just falls by the wayside. And you're like, right. Uh, OK, well, I pretend I didn't have a good week. And now I feel really bad about having a good week. Right. So, but yeah. some of this crap was... I I bet you was brought on himself. 
the stuff with the dog, I bet you that somebody fed the dog something the dog shouldn't have eaten, <laughs> and that's why he crapped all over the car. And also, what kind of idiot lets their dog out at night without making sure the backyard doesn't have skunks? Yeah, that's right. I love that you're making it all his fault. <laughs> well, it's you're true, ter- though. I would, like, I have a dog. I would never let my dog out without checking first. Well, you know, he leaves before it's light out, so... I can't I can't defend it. I wasn't there. I don't know what he did, uh, but I still feel very, very guilty about it. Um, and again, the, back to the jealousy. I know he was deeply jealous because I'm sure he would have loved to have been in a pool drinking morning mimosas like I was every single day. Uh, can I tell you about a, another crazy thing that I saw? OK, I saw a girl fight. Ooh, girl fights are great when they don't involve you. <laughs> Agreed, 100%. And may I temper this by saying I've never been in a girl fight. I'm a lover, not a fighter. And if I'm going to make some... I find some... that difficult to believe because I've seen you get in fights with men, but no. Really? You've never seen me get into a fist fight with I've a man. Heard, well, not fist fights, but I've heard, oh, this was like a full-on fist fight, not just like a yelling match. Exactly. This is this is like fisticuffs. This is punches are being thrown. Oh, no way. I know. I, if I'm going to make someone cry, it's with my words. That you've seen. Yes, and it's been me. <laughs> I, I'm not going to hit anybody. I could. I, it's w- way more hurtful if I damage you psychologically. <laughs> then that's the route I choose to go every single so, time. So, how did this whole girl fight start? It had to have been jealousy. It's always jealousy. I, but you know what? I don't know exactly how it was, but Hillary, I'm in total agreement. It had to have been jealousy. Uh, they were by the water park where the kids were. <laughs> And there's families, and it's lovely. Oh, amazing. And these two women are moms. And they have little ones by the pool. They are in the washroom, I guess, together at one time. They're also part of the same larger group of friends. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what was said in that bathroom, but they came out in a rage, swinging at each other. Swinging. People are picking up their children and running at that point at the water park. Security is doing nothing to stop it. And then when we asked security, why aren't you stopping this? They said, oh, man, we don't uh, we don't like to touch the women. That's where they're at now that they, if they break up a fight, they're afraid of touching the woman in a wrong place and getting accused of something. So we're like, where are the female security guards? I'm like, oh, they're on the other side of the resort. It's too much work to bring them. <laughs> so they just they they watched this fight unfold. And ultimately, it was the friends that broke it up, but not before a couple of good swift punches to the face landed. I guarantee it was either someone said something crappy about someone's kid or someone made out with somebody's husband drunk. Yep, that's exactly right. Or admitted to a past indiscretion with somebody's husband. Oh, 100 percent. 100 percent. This was totally about jealousy. I I mean, I I knew that it was one of those three things immediately because it couldn't be anything else. They didn't appear to be really drunk or anything like that because, again, they had little ones who I might add had a ringside seat to moms beating each other. Can like, you imagine? How do you how do you look at your child after that and be like, don't hit your sibling? <laughs> That's right. Mom will do the punching around here. <laughs> That's just ridiculous. My favorite thing to do is watch drama unfold. And yeah. even if you can't hear what's going on, like put myself in that position and like have the conversation kind of make one up. Right. <laughs> Hannah, you be. You be, 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 be. <laughs> this was um, like nothing I'd ever seen before, quite frankly. And uh, 
I enjoy drama. I really right. do. You know me. I'm all about the drama. As long as it's not mine. When it's mine, I don't really enjoy it. But I do enjoy watching other people's unfold like you. And it was like, how do you get to that place in life where you're in paradise? You have a fist fight with your friend. Somebody breaks it up. And then you have to continue on your vacation with this person. Like, Well, I guess you, you know? just don't. You just start. Someone's going to get excised from that group. Oh, definitely. I only wish, my only regret is that I didn't see how it turned out the next day. Did they shake on it? Did they hug it out? Because women will tend to, you know, hug each other and cry it out or become mortal enemies for life. It'll go one or the other. Right. Or secretly undermine the other person in the group, uh, which is usually how I tend to go. Is that how you <laughs> secretly undermining people? Never admit They're to that, They're coming for Hillary. you, Sandra. <laughs> Have I taught you nothing? <laughs> you admit to nothing. Deny, 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 woman. I just can't believe that. Like, did they look like classy people? No. Like, maybe not during the fight, but like beforehand. No, they look like this wasn't their first fist fight. Oh. Yeah. Have you ever had a fist fight, by the way? Just with my brother. But not at like a girl fist fight at school. My gosh, no. I'm the one crying in the corner. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> you would be the mean girl yeah. and I would be crying in the corner and that's my only defense that I'm hoping everyone will think that you're a bee and be on my side. Right. So you play it just right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Master I, manipulator, but I'll never be aggressive. I me, me neither. I mean, I'll say the words, but I, yeah, I, I would never throw a punch. Like I say, my words are way more powerful. My tears are powerful. <laughs> <laughs> you and I are... <laughs> Wait, you're a piece of work. You know what I mean? I love that you have this self-awareness about you. You know, some people do what they do. And but, you know, you just naturally do what you do and you have a very quick thought process. But I feel like you have a very methodical approach to the way you manipulate people like you're so cognizant and aware of the way it's going down. Well, I'm not quick. When I'm under pressure and somebody is coming at me with mean words, I can't turn it around. I get flustered. So my only defense, it's like a turtle hiding in its shell. Is like, I, My only defense is that I'll cry you into submission or you'll feel sorry for me. That's a great play, by the way, because even when even at my angriest, somebody starts crying, I'll soften my approach. Right. And then... If, if if that doesn't work, then at least I'll have new friends who are watching the horror and will pick me up after. <laughs> That's right. And somehow you come out a winner in all this. But do you feel like a victim when you do that? But I mean, uh, you, this is the scenario I you want. I am a victim. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Hillary, honey. The world and the universe has made me a victim. <laughs> I'm God's pincushion. <laughs> How are we friends? I don't even understand how this even happened. I just because no one's going to try and usurp your power. Why do you think you love me? <laughs> oh, honey. Oh, wow. That is actually very interesting, isn't it? And you I'm your protector, aren't I? Oh, 100 percent. You're yeah. the mouth. You know that if I'm the muscle. Oh, uh, well, no, I got muscle. So if somebody, if, you know what, if anyone ever tried to hurt you, yeah. I would fight them. Oh, I, okay. So I thought you were going to say I would just go into a corner and cry hard. No, no, no. I'll fight for my friends, but I won't fight for myself. Wow, that's uh, that sounds like a psychological breakthrough right there. <laughs> that that's horrible. I hate that you even said that. I hate that. I don't like that. I'd fight for you. <laughs> I would. I would. I don't. I wouldn't throw a punch for. I, I've never had well, to. You're so, so I worried about your face. Like. <laughs> 
be like, just take out my feet. Just step on my feet. Do not touch my face. It's my moneymaker. It's the only thing I have left. And well, it's, like I don't know that. Like, the good thing is that you're tall. So most people are only able to be able to hit your boobs. That's okay. They're fantastic punching bags. <laughs> or or either that or my boobs will just absorb the punch and you'll like lose your hand in them. <laughs> Take you five minutes to get it out. <laughs> oh, can I tell you about something else that happened? I just want I only want to say this because I want a full acknowledgement that uh, I was the subject of 25 year old men uh, being hit on. That even make sense? Now, you were hit on by 25-year-old men. That's you what were, I meant yeah. to say. Yeah. So at the end of the night, on the first night, everyone's doing shots. Things are crazy. There's a beach party. Everybody's clubbing. And at the, like it was last call. And I officially, I think we, I think I drank all the shots in that bar. And, you know, the lights are slowly rising or, you know, the lights are coming on and everyone's looking at each other to see what their options are. The beer goggles. And mm-hmm. I got hit on like by two or three young gentlemen who uh, wanted some of this. Well, I would want some of that. Well, you're a confident, powerful woman with a great rack. Thanks. And you're funny. Thanks. And you always look like you're having the best time. True. I'm in charge of the fun, but that's not the point. Nothing happened. I'm just saying I want to acknowledge that I was hit on. Thank you. That's all. <laughs> I ended up fine. It doesn't surprise me. I, First of all. 25, though. Hillary, 25. Okay, were lots of single people at this resort? Because I've only ever been to couples resorts, and that never happens. Uh, there Except were... the staff sometimes hit on you. Yeah, that happened a lot. I was a pretty lady. I think they were paid to say that, but I'll still accept that. Uh, They were, I got not just hit on by the staff, actually. You know, when you're walking and then you look behind you, like, what in the hell just happened? And they're still looking at you. You're like, wow, you're all, you'd be all over this, wouldn't you? (laughs) Jeez. It's such an overtly macho country to begin with, Jamaica. So you know that you're, they're just constantly hitting on you. The second you, they find out you're a woman traveling without, her husband. It's a whole different matter. But yeah, there were there weren't a ton of single people, but at the club they were mostly single. Yeah, for sure. But the rest of the resort it felt like it was very coupley and very um family oriented, except for the club right. where all the bad people went, including myself. <laughs> but I ended up but- hanging out with a Montreal girl, which was great. Awesome. But I could totally see you getting hit on in that situation because here's the thing. Even if they're not your type or you're not their type, Vacation Strange doesn't follow you home. Uh, I get that, but I'm still like, you know, a married woman, so that's not going to work out. Like, of course, you're not going to follow through. But I mean, like, don't be surprised. A, you're hot. B, they don't have to worry. That's true. Yeah, that vacation sex obviously is the best way to go, 100%. But I just just wanted you to know that I was hit on because I felt so good about myself the next day. It's those little things, just getting hit on. Even though they were drunk and maybe they couldn't see straight, I don't care. I don't care. I'll take it. Being called a pretty lady 72 times also made me feel good. Don't care. (laughs) You know, Sandra, I do need to uh, approach something with you that did not make me feel good while you were away. Okay. So you have a super fan on Facebook. Yes, I do. Like you have this fan that is always messaging you and telling you how wonderful you are. And the messages are always positive. Yep. Which is lovely. Except now because you were away and not answering them while you were on vacation, they've started messaging me to tell me how (laughs) wonderful you are. That's awesome. And literally, it all started the Friday you left. I got my very first message that said, Are you 
Are you going to read it for me? Um, yeah, I am. All right, here we go. Uh, hi, Hillary. I want you to know that I am good friends with Sandra Plagakis. I am a big fan of hers, and I have been for, I won't say how many years, because I respect you, Sandra. <laughs> uh, and uh, I just think she's great, and I am a huge fan, and I'm so happy that she is my friend. Fine. Great. How nice. How nice. Next day. <laughs> I can't tell you how wonderful Sandra is. She's just the greatest. I just think about her every single day. Did you know she's in Jamaica? Amazing. Next day. The next day. Hi, Hillary. Happy Sunday. I hope you know that Sandra is really wonderful. Like, you know, I would like an online stalker. I really would, but I don't want one that tells me how wonderful you are. I want one that tells me how wonderful I am. <laughs> um, this person that you speak of is, is someone I've never actually responded to on Facebook or blocked because it seems harmless. At the, You know what I mean? I'm, I'm not... It seems harmless and it's all positive and you're like, tell me again. <laughs> Keep telling me how great I am. It not, it's not only a Facebook thing, Hills. It's a Twitter thing and it's okay. an Instagram thing. So besides him publicly putting things on all of those three places he also dms me constantly and i just i just don't respond he's also this week found out who my son is olsen okay this is getting weird and sends olsen messages about (laughs) his mother i'm sure olsen is loving being told how wonderful you are he sent me a screen caption (laughs) with a wtf (laughs) what is this mom don't worry it's just my stalker just ignore him or block him i I told him to block him because he shouldn't be but then he'll send me notes saying how is your husband tim insert last name so he knows everybody in my family and their last names and then he'll say how are your teenagers johnny and olsen so like he knows that there are boundaries so that's good uh i don't I don't know. I don't know if this person is uh, not I'm well. I'm sure they're a lovely person. I yeah, think but. so, too. I don't know what the circumstances are. But if you are on any of my social media, for you listening to the Quick and the Dirty podcast, if you follow me on social media, you will see every once in a while, I'll get a randomly bizarre <laughs> message from somebody. And all of my friends have, have you know, sent me texts saying, Sandra, you might have a problem. At the moment, <laughs> like, seriously, yeah. Sandra, I love you, but not that much. <laughs> I know. Well, you should. And I want my own stalker. Do you want me to send him your way and send him a note saying Hillary needs a little more attention, if you don't mind? Because I'm telling you right now, it's not all that. Because there's a part of you that says, okay, it's harmless. And it seems very positive. But is it? Right. You know, like, could this become a Taylor Swift thing? You don't know. I have no idea. And anytime I go to an event or whatever, I, I feel like I know what he looks like because I've checked out the profile pic. I'll do a quick sur- survey to, just to make sure. It's a little lay oh, of the I'm land. Sure it's harmless. I'm, sure, I'm it's sure it's harmless, harmless too, but I mean, I still have to be, ca- you know, aware of my right. surroundings. But the point of the matter is, you're right. I have a stalker and you don't. So sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> so awful. So awful. Uh, what are you? I have are we going to talk about else. your jealousies now? Are there more? Oh, I do. Oh. Okay, of let's course. make a list. <laughs> have you ever had a facial? Uh, <laughs> yes. Treatment. Yes, I have had. I actually had one just recently in Montreal. My niece, my niece gave me one. She's becoming an esthetician. Yeah, I have. They're great. Are they? Because I had one on the weekend, my very first, and I'm not convinced. <laughs> Let me give you a little scope of what this experience was like. Okay. 
So over Christmas, my landlady, I babysat her dog, who is very high maintenance. So she was lovely enough to give me this wonderful gift certificate for a revitalization facial at this place up the street. Amazing. Oh, so nice. And it says it comes with like a little neck, head and foot massage. I was like, yeah, I'm stressed out. I'm going to do this. Super excited, thinking it's going to be all relaxing. I get into the room, that spa music is playing, and I'm like, yeah, get into like the nice silky sheets, so relaxed, the light is dim. And then she pulls out this thing that looks like a dental tool, fires this thing up, and starts wet sanding and vacuuming my face. (laughs) (laughs) and then that's actually uh, that i've had that before that's amazing it's weird when someone vacuums your face though i do agree it's an odd sensation so it's microdermabrasion yeah but like i like the results but it feels like you're being wet sanded yeah like someone's getting in there with like a roto rooter and like uh not relaxing and then she pulls out her tools which look like dental tools she starts Popping my pimples. That's She's like, oh, you got a few breakouts. Uh, uh, I'm Hillary, just going to like. Just so you know, it's called extraction in the aesthetics world. <laughs> it doesn't it's, sound it's, any better. Doesn't it? I feel like extraction sounds a lot nicer than popping my pimples. Right. So then she tells me that my face is super dry. She starts slathering it with all this stuff and like, oh, yeah, you're so dry. Uh. Um, and I see some wrinkles and some crow's feet and some broken capillaries. She's just pointing out all the crap on my face that it sucks. You're ugly. You're ugly there and there. <laughs> and here's what else is wrong with you. Yeah. And have you ever thought about hair removal? Have uh, you? <laughs> that is the, did she put you under that light where they can oh, like see everything? Right. It's like the scary bathroom mirror at the hotel. That <laughs> nobody turns on. Oh, that's like bad lighting is literally the worst. Oh I can't my gosh. That. Like she's seeing everything. Like everything I thought I had under control yeah. and covered. So as you went, walked in there with a woman with confidence, somewhat, anyway, <laughs> right. you were a shell of a woman when you left. Oh, 100%. And then the worst part is you go to pay, and uh, this was a gift certificate. She conned me into getting my eyebrows tinted and waxed <laughs> <laughs> because she was talking about hair removal, and I thought it was right. disgusting. Of I was course. like, oh, well, so you I had, guess you, I really need to do it. You had them um, tinted? For real? Yeah. Because I'm blonde. I know, but did you have them like tinted black or what color? No, they're like dark brown. They look fabulous. Okay. But, uh, and then you go to pay and she's lined up about $400 worth of products that she's told you you're ugly enough that you should need and you're so insecure. Did you buy it? No. But it was like, I had to be like, no, I don't want any of your crap. (laughs) But it's still this gift certificate, which was like probably 130 bucks for my landlady to buy, cost me 50 bucks for tip and my eyebrows. That is a a little unknown uh, like fact about going to see an esthetician or specifically a dermatologist. The big thing there is like when you leave, they spill you into what would be like a souvenir shop at Disney World where you're expected <laughs> to buy something. Like that's where right. you, you spill out into an, a store where they want you to buy stuff. And they, and they don't even really give you a choice. They no. just tell you you're taking this and you have to be like, 
no, I'm not. Shut your face. <laughs> that happened to me. And I spent $75 on a face oil a few years ago because I thought, oh, she wants the dermatologist said I needed this. So instead, she could write me a prescription for something. But of course, that's not going to make her any money. So she tried to sell me the products that she made or was selling. And it was a $75 face oil. And I bought it because I was too embarrassed to say, uh, right? I was too embarrassed. And she got me. And I went back again and she tried to sell me more stuff. And I called her on it and she never saw me again. So it's awful. Now I'm just falling apart one piece at a time. <laughs> I will say that I do like how much smaller my pores are, but I don't know that it's going to last. I feel like it's got two good days and we're over. You know, we could just microdermabrasion each other. Like I'll come over with a Hoover or something. We can. Yeah, buy I got a- sandpaper and some moisturizing cream. Like we can do this. I have one of those. It's called a shark and it's a handheld vacuum for the stairs. <laughs> and it's like it's a plug in. It's got a really long cord. I'll just come in again. Oh, I love it. I'm jealous of those people, though, who have perfect skin and perfect everything. Or those people who can actually afford to do this on a regular basis. Like, to get microdermabrasion, it's like 130 bucks. I can't imagine spending that once a month on that, plus hair, plus all the other crap yeah. and the lotions they send you. Like, who actually buys all this stuff? There's people out there who are really good at maintenance. Like, I can barely keep the oil changed in my car. You think I'm going to do that with my face? I can't. It's too much. I find oil changes to be very pricey now. So, yeah, I only go when I get, like, coupons and stuff. So then yeah, I go and get I'm, my face done. Like, to be quite honest, I'm falling apart on the inside. I might as well look somewhat similar on the outside. Matchy, matchy. Exactly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, honey, I feel like we should have a... One more thing I want to talk about. Uh, one more? Yeah, I have one more thing I'm super jealous of. Okay. People whose partners like and want their pets around because uh, my boyfriend and my dog, they love each other, but my boyfriend has allergies. So he's got asthma, but he also has allergies. And like he can tolerate him at my house, but I've never really pushed or asked to bring him to to Chris's house. I've never really pushed it. And uh, I have only brought him for Christmas because I claimed that I couldn't get dog care. Uh, mostly he goes to my parents, but this weekend he's got something going on with his eye again. So I was like, oh, I don't want to dump my sick dog off at my parents. And I feel really guilty because he's super schmoopy. So I brought him to my boyfriend's house and I swear to God, he is not making it easy on himself. He's not pleading his case very well, this dog. And is, is Chris, is your boyfriend sick? Like, has he been reacting poorly? Well, he, he just gets, he's like, oh, I need a puff of his puffer. <laughs> I'm like, take a pill. <laughs> you knew the dog was coming. Women have been taking daily pills our whole lives. Take a damn pill. You know, I, th- there's a part of me that kind of feels like he's got a really good point. It's his house, in theory. Right. And shouldn't he be allowed to make the rules of his house? If he's le- legit le- allergic to a dog, it's, right. it's kind of like... Uh, you know, selfish maybe of you to bring your dog to his house because then don't forget the dog hairs will linger. Right. So you don't see the point that I'm trying to make here? No, I do. But I also see like in our relationship, there are a lot of sacrifices on my end as well. But, you know, are they health sacrifices that you're you're actually physically affecting the man? Well, I'm pretty sure his children will be my end at some point. (laughs) Like, I love them, but they add a level of stress that I'm unaccustomed to. Okay, you know what? That's actually a very, a very fair point. Like, I I adore them. Of course. But I'm just not accustomed. 
No. And like pet allergies are also one of those things that like it starts out bad. Like I I'm allergic to cats and I accidentally ended up with a cat. Stupid roommate. (laughs) And it it eventually kind of fades a little bit. It it what? It fades over time as your your body gets used to having those antibodies around. Okay, so you're saying so now you're trying to make an argument that you're just here to help? Also, my dog's going to be past, like, he's 10. All right. He's got limited time on this earth. So it's not forever. It's just for now. Yeah. I mean, it's just awkward. But my dog is not pleading his case very well because within five minutes of going over to my very particular, very clean boyfriend's house, who just happened to finish renovating the basement, he rolled over and scratched a hole in the wall. In the brand new, the, the brand new, freshly painted basement. So now, the polyfill has to come out in the paint again. So not only is he allergic, he's also ruining crap. He's ruining. He's not a small dog bruiser. No, he's like fifty-five pounds. It's just one of those hard things. Like I can't imagine not dating my boyfriend, but I also can't imagine giving up my dog. Like I feel like an irresponsible pet owner for dumping him off at my parents. Right. But is it, is there a part of you that thinks that you have to make that choice? Yeah. And it's awful. So every second weekend now you're in a bit of a kerfuffle. Yeah. Either like take him to my parents or get a dog sitter. Has he has he specifically said and stay out to your dog? No, 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 no. And he'll come to my house for the weekend. Right. But it's your dog isn't necessarily... Welcome. I I don't feel like he's super welcome. I think, and I get it, like, it would be easier if I didn't bring him. But every once in a while, I feel like you can, you know, vacuum when we leave. Suck it up. Just take, that's right. And just take an extra hit off that, uh, that pump and you'll be fine, kid. I mean, he speaks, uh, he speaks very highly of his Dyson vacuum, the particular fellow he is. (laughs) So. Wow, you can really pick him. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, this is nothing. My last boyfriend used to chase me ar- around with a cloth cleaning up my fingerprints. What? I don't know. Like, I have, like, the germaphobe, cleanophobe people. They they seem to love me. I'm the messiest person on earth. Are you really? Well, I like, didn't know not- that about... Well, I was in your hotel room when we were in Toronto last week for Canadian Music Week. Well, to- that that wasn't my fault, though. That, that was my roommate's okay, fault. Okay, because I felt like it was just a little bit, um, a little bit chaotic in there when I was. Because there was two of us living in there. Okay, that wasn't all your stuff everywhere. No. Okay, okay, that's fine. Uh, listen, have you sat down with him and said, "Listen, is a dog a problem?" I think like I don't have to because I know. So it's not a problem, but there's still a part of you that doesn't feel great. Well, like it is a problem because. When the time comes, he'll have to go live with my parents. But I think my parents are okay. The with boyfriend that. or the dog <laughs> <laughs> depends on the day. Exactly. Oh God, I feel like we've covered off a lot of topics today. You? Uh, yeah, um, yeah. We've done a lot of complaining. We've done a lot of complaining. Uh, we are jealous of a lot of people and e- each other, and people are jealous of us. So this has been a great. It all comes. Well, they're down jealous to- of you. <laughs> Nobody's jealous Nobody of just me. Says- not me. Nobody's jealous of me, please. I'm here crying in the corner. <laughs> and I'm saying mean words to people to make them cry. <laughs> I love you so much. I'm so glad uh, you're back. I'm so glad I'm back too. Better than ever. Uh, we're going to see each other soon. Oh, no. Are you coming to Ottawa? Well, 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 we'll work something out. Oh, so that's a no. <laughs> I was gonna, no, no, no. You can, can bring you put the dog. up my boyfriend and I? I can definitely put you both up and I, you could even bring the dog. 
What? Yes. Bring the dog. I think our dogs might eat each other. Yeah, my dog's not a good dog at all. And she gets sprayed by skunks. But, you know, if you're willing to risk it, I'm willing to risk it, too. Uh, Well, that's one way to fix the dog situation. (laughs) (laughs) All right, darling, I love you. I love you, too. And don't forget to follow The Quick and the Dirty on social. Instagram, at Hillary on air, at Sandra Kiss 105.3. Twitter, at Hillary Welch, at Sandra Kiss 105.3. And Facebook, at Quick and Dirty Podcast. If you've got a question for us, you can email us at thequickandthedirty at gmail.com.